Welcome to Voice Lessons to Go, second podcast. Our subject today is, are you confused by varying vocal techniques? I'm going to give you 10 tips to evaluate which vocal technique is right for you. I am Ariella Vaccarino, creator of Voice Lessons to Go. Come check us out, voicelessons2go.com. I've had a lot of singers confide in me about their confusion on vocal techniques. And whether these singers are my students or my colleagues, a lot of people are confused. How are they supposed to know as a novice voice what singing technique and what voice teacher they're supposed to be studying with? I went through the same situation when I was young. I went through different teachers. I didn't know what they were teaching me, if it was good, if it was bad, if I was studying politically with the right teacher, if I was ruining my voice. I had no idea. I had no way of knowing. I myself was very lucky because in seventh grade, I was in a choir and my choir teacher hunted my parents out and told them I needed to be having voice lessons, that I had a gift for singing. And she had been trained at Juilliard and was an opera singer, and I had a voice that lent itself to opera, and her technique was fabulous. So I really started on a great road right from the beginning, but I've seen a lot of people not start on that same road and haven't been as lucky. And you know, as a seventh grader, I wouldn't have known if she was good or wasn't good. I just liked her. It's important to figure out whether your technique is right for you not whether you like your teacher, whether the technique is right for your voice. And there's some questions that you can ask yourself to help check to see if what you're doing is creating a progression in your singing. So I might be a bit of an odd bird in the vocal teaching profession with my views on the subject of vocal technique because I often find that I like many different types of singing, styles, genres, and even techniques. I may be solid in my own teaching ways, and I am, I do have a certain way that I teach, but I appreciate that every voice and singer is different. All I care about for singing and vocal technique is that the final outcome of your singing is healthy singing. And the variations in which you get there are all to me very inspirational and very interesting. And I think it's important to find a teacher who is not too judgmental of other techniques. There are many teachers that are extreme about their opinion on their own technique being the only option, period. And I think that can be a bit of brainwashing on the novice singer who might not be getting the results that they want from the training, but then they become afraid to try anything else because their teachers have made them feel that everything else is awful. I want you as a singer to start feeling that you can, as your own, think about what might be right for you. And your teacher's word is not the word of God. It's wonderful, and they hopefully know what they're talking about, and they can guide you. But you need to have that inner voice, the inner instinct on what is good for your own voice. So vocal technique is the way in which you produce your sound. And there's different schools of thoughts and teachings on the ultimate technique. For example, some push out the diaphragm and lock while others try and hold the larynx down. Some want you to sing through a honk, which is a nasal resonator. Others build off of a belt voice or a head voice. Some teachers tell you to do sit-ups to support yourself, while others say sit-ups will lock in your muscles and hold in your sound. Some people like dark sounds, warm sounds. Others only want to hear bright voices that poke out at you like a pen. Some people use covered vowels to attain vocal beauty, throwing away diction for the sake of sound, while others do the opposite for the sake of diction. It's all very overwhelming, and no matter what you choose to do, there will always, I promise you, be someone out there judging your technique and thinking you could be singing better if you only studied with them or with their own teacher. It's a real bummer that singers are put through all this pressure to make the correct decisions for their technique and teacher. And it can really affect their own future in singing, especially when you start as such a young singer often, and you really don't know if your teacher or your technique is good. So I wanna give you some things to think about. 
Rather than look at all these techniques in black and white, I want you to start to think of them in shades of gray. What works for one voice and one body may not be good for your voice or vice versa. You also might need to pull a few concepts from different sources to blend the perfect technique cocktail, if you will, for your own voice. And I think that's what I did over the years from different teachers and I heard different things that I liked. And eventually I stopped being the student. I did become the teacher, but I had a lot of knowledge from a lot of different sources that helped me to develop my own technique and really feel secure in what I was doing. Remember, someone with a natural forward placement in sound may do much better with a certain teacher than a warmed voiced person. So what you can do and the only thing you can do is trust your instincts. You will never please everyone. The sooner you as a singer stand up for your voice and figure out what you need for it, the less of a student and the more of a professional singer you will be. So I'm gonna give you 10 tips to help you evaluate your own vocal technique. Some of these are concepts and some of these are questions that you need to ask yourself and think about. Here we go. Number one, if it hurts, it's bad, period. End of the line. There is no sing through the pain to get a result in singing. It's not like doing sit-ups. If you are hurting your voice, you're putting undue pressure on your muscles, and that can be putting pressure on your vocal cords, which can cause you a lot of problems like nodules. This will not work for any athlete on any muscle. There is a difference between pain and challenge. I am speaking of pain or strain. Don't do it. If your technique or your teacher are challenging you, that's fabulous. But if you feel that you're getting to a point where there is pain or strain and you're uncomfortable and you are still being encouraged to move forward by your teacher or your technique, then that is a sign that something is wrong and you need to look elsewhere. Number two, does it feel natural to you? Beautiful singing should not be produced out of trickery. You have the voice. Someone just needs to guide you on how to get it out beautifully and easily. So your singing voice should come out like a natural extension of your speaking voice, not strangely affected. When you sing, it should be like you're speaking, like a prolonged speech. You shouldn't be making weird faces and opening your jaw in strange ways. Everything should feel natural. Number three. Does your technique make sense to your brain? Many teachers and techniques are explained differently. For example, some teacher may say something that is perceptual, like imagine your voice is free like leaves in the wind. Others have a number system. I need you to turn on four and seven and hold back three, which refers to different areas of resonation. Others are clinical. They refer to specific muscles in the name of the body and really do vocal pedagogy when singing. And then others teach by example. They'll give you examples and you listen and um, you learn from your ear. So they'll sing something to you and you sing it back to them. They can all be great for certain people. So make sure whichever technique you are in speaks and rings true to your own brain. Number four, is your stamina improving? This is a question that you need to monitor and ask yourself. You can do this by checking. Can I sing a bit more every day? Can I challenge myself more without straining or hurting myself? Am I receiving positive results from my challenges? Are the correct muscles in my body working so that my larynx is supported and my sound is freer? Check also on how long you can sing. Are you tired by the end of a song, at the end of a few songs, the end of a performance? Do you find that you're ready to sing the next day after a performance or do you need a day of vocal rest in between? I'm not saying vocal rest isn't normal for somebody who has a long performance, but are you feeling a gradual improvement in your stamina? As a student of singing, you need to learn how to monitor your own progress or regress. Your technique should help you always to improve, not to regress. Number five, is your vocal range extending? Are you able to sing higher or lower with time? The stronger and freer that you become in singing from great technique, meaning that you're using the correct support system physically through muscles in your body to protect your larynx from any vocal strain, the easier the next quality note down or note up should become. 
and have you seen that develop over time? You will never be able to sing the whole keyboard, but a good octave and a half ultimately to two octaves would be fabulous and is ideal and with good vocal techniques should be something that you should be able to achieve. So watch that. Number six, are you getting good feedback? This is an easy one. Are people liking what they hear? Are you being complimented in your vocal improvement or singing beauty by others? Are you being asked to sing more often by other people? Are you getting more roles, more gigs, more parts? Step outside your parents and teachers for an accurate call on this one. What are you getting from the community? Are people becoming more interested in your singing as a result of whatever vocal technique you are working on or teacher you are working with? So watch that. Number seven, and this is very personal, do you like what you hear? Are you playing back recordings of yourself and liking your sound? You should be playing back recordings of yourself and checking yourself. Are you surprising yourself by new things that you can sing or lines of beauty that are being added to your voice? Number eight, are you better than when you started? Did this technique or this teacher do anything for you? Has the money and time been well spent? Do you feel that you are on your way to your goal? Because technique good vocal technique and a good voice teacher should be helping you. You should be better than when you started. You should be better within a few weeks. You should feel that you're on the right track. If you've been studying with someone for over a year and you feel you're at the same or even have regressed from where you were, it's time to find something else, trying to find a different technique. Number nine, are you becoming more confident as a singer? Are you finding that you're volunteering to be heard more often or are you still hiding that voice out? Pay attention to this. If you're feeling more confident, it's probably because you are getting better and you are improving with the technique that you have. Number 10, do you feel in control of your voice? Remember, this is your voice. It's not your teacher's voice. It's not your technique's voice. You would not have it without your own vocal cords in there, and you have to remember that. Your technique should only help you to be in charge of your own sound. Your technique should give you the tools to control what comes out when you do go to sing. If it is becoming unpredictable or still unpredictable, your technique is not working for you. Vocal technique needs to help us to become in control of our voices so when we stand up and sing in front of people, we can count on what's going to come out. So those were 10 tips on vocal technique and finding the right vocal technique that's right for you. This is often accompanied with finding the right voice teacher that's right for you. I want you to remember as a singer, you need to be responsible for your own vocal choices. If something doesn't feel right, if you're not progressing, then something is not right. And if you feel that you're with a teacher and you've been paying her for a year and you have not gotten better, it's okay to stop or to go to another teacher for a lesson and just see what's out there. Please don't be afraid of the political issues involved with voice teachers. You need to do what's right for you. Don't be afraid of offending anybody. Remember, you're paying somebody money for their services or you're working on a technique to improve your own voice. You need to be in control of it. You need to take charge of it and you need to make sure that you are progressing. Never strain and never hurt when you sing. Remember, that's number one for me. Thank you so much for listening to my second podcast. This is our second podcast from Voice Lessons To Go. I am Ariella Vaccarino, creator of Voice Lessons To Go, voicelessonstogo.com. This particular podcast was inspired by a blog entry, voicelessonstogo.com forward slash blog. Please come and subscribe to our blog. And if you have a question about your voice or your vocal technique and you need me to assess it for you, I have a service on my site called Your Vocal Assessment. So you can come check that out. You sign up for it. You send me a recording of your voice with your questions and I'll get back to you with my assessment. So sometimes you just need another opinion from a voice teacher to see what you're doing. So if you're interested in that, come check it out, voicelessons2go.com. This podcast is for singers filled with singing tips. I'd love to hear your ideas for future podcasts or my blogs. Please contact me at Ariella, A-R-I-E-L-L-A, at voicelessons2go.com. Thank you so much. Sing well.